Hello, everyone. My name is Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're longtime friends that discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Through our own personal lens, honeys, and that lens is often tainted with our humor, our sass, our trauma. But at the end of the day, we are mildly at the end of the day sweet. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) So today's episode is Love in Paradise. That is season two, episode three. Mm -hmm. So what are you thinking of this season so far, Chris? You know, I really enjoy it because it feels like a mini 90 day, which is like a a nice little bite, a nice little snack in between the main course. And I love new couples. And these are new couples, except for I think two. Mm -hmm. But it's better than to me, the 90 day spinoffs that are just a bunch of old faces. Yeah. And listen, I can't really even tell you if I feel a certain amount of paradise between these people, or if it feels different from other 90 days, it just sort of because we have the same tropes, we've already had vacation babies and God bless, you know, and people trying to make something work that like, just happened. Women who are past their prime trying to get pregnant. Yeah, like all of that we've seen in just regular old 90 days. So uh, uh, the only part of it that really is paradise is the tan butts that they insert at the beginning and end of every segment. I mean, I don't know if when this actually airs on TLC, if we'll see all the butts, but on Discovery Channel, that is how, or Discovery Plus, that is their segue. That the is TLC, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah no. That is literally their... Their bread and butter. <laughs> it's their transition. It's yeah. always a sandy butt. Yeah, the sandiest. Yeah. Yeah, it's little copper tone babies left and right. I mean, you know, and it's just, it's cute though. I get it. But I, I think it will probably be on TLC because it doesn't seem that trashy. Also, if you cut out all those butts, what are you going to put in the places? I don't know. They're going to, they have to change it when they get it to TLC. Right now we're in Discovery Plus and so it's the Wild Wild West and they're just doing whatever. So the one trope that I don't think that we've seen or I've seen very much in this, from this season is the trope of the super mean and disrespectful American. (laughs) Never seen that. What? Super mean. I mean, of course we're talking about Amber and Daniel, you guys. Yeah. Amber is on another level. Like, I am watching this person live out her trauma past and her trauma responses in the way that she talks to Daniel. I I just, every time I just witness a really shitty girlfriend or a shitty wife, I think to myself, why am I single? Poor Daniel. He couldn't be cuter. And he just like got himself like in a situation. Yeah. She's Amber seems like a little much, you know, who they kind of remind me of, and I forgot their name. So you really, I'm hoping you can remind me. Remember the couple that like, it was the blonde girl that like was a little older than him and he was hot. He was, I think from Jamaica or, you know, and she, God, she, they became little stars for a second. And then like they cheated on each other and got back together and then like had some drama and like, we never talk about them any, anymore. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. God, he was so hot and he was in the barber chair. Oh, yep. Barber. Okay. Yes. Blonde, blue eyed girl. Like, you yes. know, like crystal blue eyes. I can't remember. Jay yep. and somebody. April. Yep. A- 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 Jay and Jay and something. Yeah. He totally came to America and just, 
proceeded to cheat on her and be every stereotype of like bringing this young person over from from a foreign country. Ashley. Yes. And Ashley. Yes. That's it. Yes. Ashley and Jay. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. So they're kind of like them a little bit. It's that now those people are older in the sense that I, I, you know, I think that they were two people that got together that should never have gotten together. But like, here we are now. I don't think Amber and Daniel are going to stand the test of time. Yeah. I just mainly because I want Daniel to get some cojones and stand up to her, especially because she's being wildly inappropriate. So they met because she loves to travel and she would travel to Costa Rica and they had pretty good times. He even says that he met vacation Amber Yeah, and vacation. Amber was a completely different person. <gasps> but was she though? Because he kind of was like vacation. Amber drank a lot. I thought that was vacation. Amber. When I got back to home, Amber, I realized home. Amber also drinks a lot, loves to party, loves to get ways to take shots. Like, I think that he saw someone like shot, 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 shot everybody. And he was like, well, honey, that's what happens when you're on vacation. And then she does it. Like every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, like yeah. any, in any kind of bar. But one of, okay, just so you know, Wausau season one, I haven't yet. But in this little throwback, and I know we'll move on. So we are talking a lot about them, but I'm so sorry. In their little throwback pictures of when they first met in the bar, we see them in footage of them making out, but it's selfie footage. And I had to pause it with Wa and be like, so, and if you're watching the visual, we'll see. It really is just people like, ah, making sure we're getting it. Ah. Oh, cute. How about from this angle? Ah. Oh, this is a better angle to, ah. and you just like have kissy 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 and you just like have it on your is that what snapchat's for you're just like putting up on snapchat and everyone's just looking at you make out with different people in different countries and here's the thing should i get snapchat yeah you don't have snapchat should i read should i re-download snapchat i mean yeah okay so they go to the you know but that's how they met they're obviously in america now in season two like they're one of the older couples and they're confessional i would say she looks like she honey is like straight up from orange is a new black her confessional look is orange and like a felony person that has done a lot of felonies you know i bye yeah amber to me in season one was just as rude and stressful like she was stressed out and so therefore she chose to take her stress out on him. Like she told him, I I just want to make sure that you're doing this correctly because I don't want you to mess it up or something. She's some turn of phrase she used that I found to be wildly inappropriate for someone that you supposedly believe is your partner who you're going to go through life with. And she really is just mean to him. A lot of the through line from this season so far is that she feels like, honestly, he does not contribute to the rent. And so therefore he does not have a say. Like, period, point blank, I'm sorry, this is the way it is. And I thought to myself, what if he does, what what, what is going to happen when he does? What if ever you're, he's like, you don't work, I'll, I'll go to work, babe. Is it fair for him to tell you that you don't have a say because you don't work? Yeah, it definitely seems like she has no idea what the finances are because she'll make decisions be like because because the mortgage is so expensive and i just want to know like if they were fully having conversations as like a married couple where let's just say your more your mortgage is four thousand you know like you know how much that is and you know how much you're lacking then it wouldn't be such a big like it wouldn't be a surprise then if you're majorly lacking that you would need to bring in some income it feels like that that conversation would happen a 
in a partner situation and also with enough time to then realize that, yes, we need to bring someone in. Let's bring in someone we like. You don't obviously know a lot of people in America. This is my best friend. He'll pay rent. He's like, you know, it just feels like she just makes decisions, what he says, without her. Now, whether... Whether he has, I mean, the ability to having hear a decision, like, say anything about it with absolutely no input, I mean, no. But I think at the same time, it is the respect you have for your loved one of being like, this is where we are. This is this is how much we have and this is how much we need. And I, I can't, I'm freaking out. I don't have it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that she bought that house. No one told, he didn't tell her to buy that house. She did. She's a server and she was, she lives in a part of the country where as a server, she's able to purchase a home and she purchased a home that she couldn't afford. So I don't understand what the argument is. Like you as the American made the choice to purchase a home and now you're stressed out about finances. How did you, why did you think you were going to be able to pay that rent? Also your sister already lives there. So is your sister not paying rent? Like I just, it's a lot of confusion for me. And she actually admits in her confessional that she's resentful to him that he cannot work, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, a part of emotional intelligence. I'm happy that she's able to say it out loud. I'm Mm -hmm. resentful to him, Mm -hmm. but it's crazy also because you knew he wasn't going to be able to work. You knew that. Yeah. And so it's just weird to me. She says, and she admits that they fight over every little thing Mm -hmm. and that it's a problem, but she can't help herself because that is just who she is. The way she talks to him, though, like, she's like, it's not fair that I have to work and then come home and clean. Can you wash the dishes? And I'm just like, I am such a tone police that, like, I couldn't, I can't, I can't have someone talk to me. Yeah, I can't. I mean, unless I'm at work, and even then, it triggers, it triggers me. Like, when someone is, their tone is, like, in a certain way, I'm like, Oh, so you think I'm stupid? Like that is always what it goes into. I don't like oh. to, I don't like anyone to make me feel like they think I'm stupid. Like I, I'm not whatever. But anyways, and so he the way she says that to him really like pissed me off. She they live there with the sisters, the her sister and four cats and he says there's a cat everywhere when he goes to sleep, when he wakes up, there's a cat cat cat. Sister kind of gets an attitude because they didn't like feed the cats. No, I'm just saying, like, LOL, it would be Wa's personal night hell to walk Mare. in this house. I mean, could you imagine? The I, smell. Your face. I would love to see your face as you walk in and see the cats sitting in the various things, their hair everywhere. I would just like, you would not be able to handle it. Like, your face would not be, it would be re- like, it would not be a poker face. It would read, you know, like, I, I don't even know how long you would possibly stand. I think it would just literally make up a lie and just run out. No, like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be in there. Yeah, I'd walk I in and be like, oh, you have cats. I'm sorry. I'm allergic. And I'd stand outside. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I. But Daniel had a cat. So you think one of those cats is Daniel's? That's what I was thinking. Like, I, he had a cat in Costa Rica. I thought someone in one of those countries had a cat. A cat Costa Rica? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Costa Rican cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, like the sister and the cats. I mean, it seems like a lot. And, uh, you know, it, it is a lot. <laughs> it doesn't just seem that way. Guess it what? It is. It is. A lot of purring in the morning, honey. A lot of meowing at night. When they're in heat, honey, I mean, all in one house. <laughs> There's no mice, though. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. Okay. Sorry it's, about it. It's just so disgusting. Okay. But then this is a funny thing. So then, like, she's like, well, let's have a light time. Let's, like, let's have a little fun. Let's, like, get the gang together, if you will. Let's, like, have a reason to drink. And the reason is we're going to go country line dancing. Oh, wait a minute. You forgot to talk that he wants to do the bathroom and she immediately shut that down like he was a fucking idiot for deciding to want to do it. 
Oh, I don't remember that part. Go ahead. So she, he wants to do, they sit down in the, in the living room and she's about to go to work. And he says that there's too many people in the house, but it would make it better if he could just have a project and something to do. And one of those things would be, he would like to turn the third bedroom into a bathroom. And she immediately shuts it down. Immediately is like, you don't make any money. I'm not putting 15,000 into a new bathroom. I don't know if you really know what you're doing. Cause he's like, I work construction. I know how to do it. And Mm. she's like, no, I don't trust that. And any mistakes that you make, I don't want to have to pay for the mistakes Mm. that Mm -hmm. you make. So until you make money, you don't get to make any decisions. And then the next night they go the the country line dancing. Yeah, they have to dance it off or whatever. Now, he loves dancing, honey. And where he's from, samba, like bachata. You know, I can't say them right. Um, Bachata. Bachata. Is not country line dancing. But pachetter sounds delicious. Mm -hmm, Yeah, it's like half horchata and then you dance with your horchata. Okay. But yeah, like, can you imagine when you're up, like, the idea of being up close body on body like that and then just being like da 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 da. And then literally the opposite's happening for country line dancing, which is like, let's be on the side of each other and never really touch each other, you know? And it's also interesting because. There's so many cultures and so many quote unquote line dance because in Arabic culture and like Lebanese, Levantine culture, Syrian, Palestinian, whatnot, Jordanian, there's like depking, which is basically a line dance, you know, or in Jewish culture, like when you think of like Hava Nagila when like, or anyone holding hands and kind of like moving back, back and forth in such a way. It's interesting the many different types of way we move our bodies in a communal way. So Country line dancing is fun. He's like, thank you so much for bringing me to this country club. And Mew and I and everyone was like, ah, <laughs> nope, that's means something different. Yeah. And even she and just like, baby, it's not a country club. It's a country bar. And he's like, okay. He means club like uns, uns, uns club. He's like, yeah. a country club, a club that plays country music. And we're like, oh, just, yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's not what this is. None at all. So they meet up with the Goyles or the girls. And there's one, one of her best friends that she's, I guess, worked with for a long time. Mm-hmm. His name is like Aiden or Adrian or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like mm-hmm. And then Amber immediately is like, shots, shot, 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 shots. And that he doesn't, Everybody. he doesn't like that. He thinks that he, trashy, gross. Yeah, and that he doesn't want his wife behaving like that. It was okay when she was like 20 some, a country uh, American girl coming to Costa Rica and dancing but like for her to now be a married woman with a mortgage like you need to put them shots down and like figure out your life so he's just standing by like looking at her and there are i put in my notes they are ruckus drinkers and he would rather do samba oh i put that oh great she put that (laughs) I was like, that's what I bought. Yeah, like he, you know, I don't think he gets it. I think that sometimes there's cultures that drink that's kind of like, yeah, this is happening. We're having fun. But there could really be that um, American style culture that's like, get your the grossest drinks possible in your stomach as soon as possible. So you're fucked up, you know, where it's like, <laughs> you know, it, 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 maybe it's not, maybe there's Australian, there's probably like, you know, UK and Australian kids that have like the same kind of mentality or whatever, but it just feels very American. But anyway, uh, yeah. And again, that he just is like, this is, this is not the dancing, but he really is a good sport or whatever. Cause he does watch his wife, like do the various things, by the way, I wonder what her alcohol budget is. Like I'd be like a lot less alcohol would make a lot less roommates. Yeah. I mean, but also we don't know what it's like living in another state where things are cheaper. Like yeah. in California, a server would have to literally work for 15 years and save up all their tips, all of them in order to purchase a home. 
Unless she works at, I mean, here's the thing, unless she literally works at a very high dining establishment that's like white, like tablecloth, and there's like a huge wine list where, she, you know, wine bottles are like 15,000, then I could see, yeah, if you're working five nights a week and you're bringing home, you know, like $1,000 or whatever, which, do you know how much you, because you get tipped on wine. So if you're oh. a fine dining server at one of the best places and all your tab, I mean, all your tabs are going to be like a thousand each. So you're getting 200 each. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, didn't, but, I didn't know that. But you know, that's, that's, that is where you also have to be incredibly skilled, obviously to like maintain that like upper degree because yeah, like if no, you know, you can't, you have to know about wine and stuff. I mean, there'll be a sommelier as well, but you definitely have to know about, you know, how fancy that restaurant is yeah but also you still need to save up all your money sure sure i mean that's like, listen, that's the top of the creme, yeah. de creme you know so for her to be able to do all of that as a server now is like really on a quite great that she lives in a place where cost of living is so nice but he doesn't like her friends like at all and she knows he doesn't mm -hmm. like her friends like he's like nah these are not my people i want to find some people but this is what i'm basically going to watch my wife and make sure she doesn't do anything too crazy mm -hmm. so once they get there she has a scheme to let her her best gay Judy move in and because he's going through a divorce, but she hasn't told Daniel yet. yet and it's been a week. It's, yeah. it's like the guy's going to move in in a week. The guy knows he's moving in. It's like planned on like the only person that doesn't know Daniel. Yeah. You know, and she's so excited for her bestie to move in. I yeah. mean, so excited. And it's crazy because her husband doesn't know. And that's how little she values his opinion about how she moves. And so the last conversation we have of their segment is him being like, you really need to tell Daniel because I don't want you guys to get a divorce. But then my thought was then like, so then don't move in. Yeah. Like how you're getting a divorce, how you're going to listen, you're going to ruin two relationships just because yours is going down. You're going to bring your best friends down too. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I would, if I thought that my, my presence was going to like ruin someone's relationship, you know, I wouldn't do be in that situation, especially if I cared about the person, like they're my best friend, I wouldn't want to ruin it. Yeah. I mean, I think that she thinks she like, she, for some reason is going to have everything. She's going to like live in her house, have her dude, have her gay, have her sister, you know? Yeah. And I, I would understand that that's a lot of people in my energy to have where if I'm living with someone like my husband, that he doesn't have the energy also yeah like i know i say this a lot but it does feel emasculating to like have him just like it feels like he really is just like her boy toy that she just like you know takes out of the closet at night you know and then like and she, she only gets out the closet yeah because so. they have great sex i know that make that is that makes me happy the, i mean they for have them. great sex yeah for them they have great sex. Good for them. How yeah. great for them. All right, my loves, let's move on. And next on the docket is our favorite curly haired yoga teacher, honey. And she's burning hell notes for your family members and mine. Do you have any apples? Put your hands together for Danielle and Johan. Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So Danielle and Johan have just finished having sex and she needs her time to recover because... For this episode, they're going to the doctor to talk about her AMH levels and everything that I hated to do while going through this a fertility journey. I love how on TV they make this seem like the fertility journey is just like you One. going to the doctor and One. then just doing a test and is telling you and then like, just go a couple more times. Like, no, it's hell. You go like three times a week and they pull blood from your body each time. 
Okay. And that AMH, it takes uh, forever for it to come back to you. Like it's all a waiting game. This is like the longest situation of my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But anyways, so they, she's like real, real scared. Like, are you going to be okay? Whatever they say, you know, whatever. And he is being this like super calm, Christian-y kind of like, it's in God's hands. Whatever happens is going to happen, but probably everything is going to be fine because God and I both want a child and whatever I want is out of what God wants. And like it's and then she knowing how life works, which is that she has, you know, eggs that are diminished. I mean, they're raisining on the vine, you Mm -hmm. know, that's both one at the same time. Well, yeah, yeah. Cheers. I'm done drinking my glass of wine. Are you going to drink yours? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, but I'm just shooting a podcast right now. You know, it's a little busy. Okay, oh, okay. so <laughs> I love I, you so much. Remember the time you were like, I hate when people use Same a time. tone that sounds like I'm, that I'm dumb, and I was like, What do you mean, wah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, was that? I didn't. That was not my tone. Of it would have been like I would have if I thought for a minute. Let me think. How do I say? Are you going to drink your wine to make you feel dumb? No, I did um, it to you. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I didn't. What do you think, wah? You think I'm going to drink my wine? What? You want some my wine? Listen, the wine I'm drinking right now is not the best. I love it's it. It's called Aveline. It's made with organic grapes. It's vegan friendly, free from added sugar, I artificial colors and concentrate. It tastes dry with a touch of citrus and a crisp, fresh spinach. Finish. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah, that wine must be so bad. Wow. She can't even voice. She's not drinking it. I guess it's so bad. Okay. So um, here we are going back to our lives. Yeah. So he's like that, but secretly in his confessionals, he's very much like, I want a child with her. And if I don't, if I can't have a child with her, it's going to be like somewhat of a problem. Yeah. I'm going to be disappointed, but I'm never going to tell her that. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, starting off on the wrong foot. Also, yeah. Do you know that she's going to watch this TV show? So like at some point she's going to know because you just said it. Yeah. Also, yeah. That's crazy. Like, right. What is right okay so <laughs> so just like so so weird okay well i hope she never finds that out yeah in five <laughs> months when it airs she won't find on it the out. show that she's on that she's probably watching every morsel love you know but anyway god bless so um, you know the doctor of course comes back and it's like says that she, her her follicle level honey is like not it you I know mean, it has that... to be like has to be like 1.0 mm-hmm. 1.0 yeah but hers my loves is point one six. six i mean she's missing it by like whatever that math is i'm gonna tell you this right now like 70 something it's very hard to watch because even if she is a little seasoned and she should know that maybe because of age that could happen no one wants to watch someone who wants something be told by a doctor that it's not going to happen for you because you've aged. It's just not a fun thing to watch. You've aged out of it. No woman wants to watch that. I don't know if a person wants to watch that, but as a woman, my heart breaks for her, you know, and that, and she does seem, you know, upset by it. And like, that's just the, what had happened also was they had told her that like, she could probably carry like the carrying thing. Good. Because she has like a whole nice situation up there. Yeah. It's just that she can't actually produce quality eggs and get pregnant with her quality eggs to even carry. Yeah. So it's like, that's the one too. So one, yes, two seems not a possibility. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Johan is yeah. dis- disappointed 
but he says that he's going to put it in God's hands. I did love that this doctor's office spoke English in the DR. So it just shows you how many women are going to the DR to get stuff done. Cause this isn't even like a booby or butt place. This is a fertility place. And the nurse spoke English. The doctor spoke English. In fact, the doctor was doing the Lord's work and was translating to both. Anything he say to her, he say it to Johan. And then oh, after yeah. they leave, she like has a, like an intense crying situation on the she- yeah. seesaw. And she talks to him about getting an egg donor. And and I'm like, why are you talking about an egg donor to somebody who makes no money? Because then she's like, well, how are we going to do it then? If you like, she kind of wants to trap him into saying that he doesn't have enough money or that at some point he's hoping that she'll pay for it to be like, no, I'm not going to pay for it. She doesn't, she wants to trap him. To say that, kind yeah, of. and it's like we, it's like why can't why can't we as individ as women just operate from the place of reality? The reality is is that you don't have enough money to go through IVF or to even get a donor. Do you know how much it costs to get an egg donor? That shit is expensive. That's more than the sperm. Okay, so also he is in a pl- space in his life where he's like God willing. Which, how is he going to be okay with having somebody else's... Does she talk to him about what that is? Like, I'll get somebody else's egg and I'll carry it. Like, sometimes people in certain cultures have superstitions or feel some kind of way about that kind of stuff. It's just like, you are the one with the money. And that's not a lot. So you should only give him what you can based on the money available. Like, period. I cannot afford this. So if you want this thing, you are going to have to stop giving your family all your money or something, because right now what you're doing with your money is not supporting us in this. I just, I hate it when people, I hate it when people work from a place of delusion and or hope and then get mad when things don't go like, no, 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 no. Ma'am, he has no money. It's all going to be on you. So settle into that and make choices as though you, and be happy in the choices that you make where you're going to pay for everything. It's the same thing with Amber. He has no money. He cannot work for the first year of him being in the US. Let's just say a year to be safe. So now make your decisions according and do not be frustrated. Do not allow yourself to fall into a pit of resentment. Don't do it. I agree with you. I'm also going to bring up one other situation is, can you also believe as if you've gone through like any sort of vaginal exam or that kind of thing, isn't it's very sometimes invasive, right? They're putting a skeptum spectacle, like spectrum up to you or something. And it's like cold and they put like maybe a condom on it, like it's all a whole situation. It's very invasive and it can be like intense and somewhat like sometimes it's just like emotionally draining. I actually felt bad for her in this time also, because after having that very like long doctor's appointment where, I mean, this is reality shows or not, something is being stuck up that woman's vagina on TV. And that alone is sort of intense to deal with to even have to like film an emotional scene right after with your like loved one about a very intense thing must've been very emotionally draining for her. And I wonder if like production is even aware of that, like what you're doing to this woman's body and on camera at the same time. It's just, yeah. I think that as women, we don't understand how our nervous system is connected to our body and so when we do things this is like a little friendly reminder when you have like feminine appointments and stuff like that sometimes those things can be very intense and you just like think it's another moment of your day we're watching someone who like got told a bunch of information about her body and had gone through physical tests it's a lot 
you know, and now she's crying so much with those fake eyelashes, you know, they're just kind of like stuck together, you know, God bless her. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I didn't recognize until I was like, after I had gone through IVF, like I was like, oh, February was a very hard month for me in the moment. I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I think people around me could tell, but I was like forging through, pushing through, going three times a week, getting blood drawn, being told this, being told that, and yeah, it's a lot. Why? Yeah, why don't we understand or can see it when anyone else can? It's that you know that I don't know. That's another reason why anxiety can be really draining. But we're moving on, my loves. Moving on in the story to our vacation bay with a baby, Ariana and Sheldon. Sherlon. Mm-hmm. Sherlon. Ariana and Sherlon. So in this episode, Ariana gets on a knitted, what is it called when they're matching? When the clothes are matching? The top and the bottom? Uh, two-piece? One-piece? It's called two-piece? Maybe. Uh, a knitted set. Yeah. A knitted two-piece set. Oh, I loved this set. It was ribbed with an overflowing, like, billowy top and, like, ribbed, like, you know, like, pants. Yeah. Oh my God, she looked so sick. It was a camel color, like a beige color. It was like a brown color, like a like a it was like a brown kind of like darker color. It was like a brick red. <laughs> it was always like a brown red. It was like a neon green, pink, <laughs> with like a it was like multi, it was Joseph the Amazing Tentacle Dream set. You know, he was every color, honey. It was, it was like, all the colors. It was like a brown, red, yellow, red green, orange. Brown. Yeah. It was like a and she like went to go meet some of her best Judies. And one of them, Corbin, Chris had a f- special affinity. Oh for my God. Corbin, honey, let me tell you, her friend Corbin Cunny came looking like Hayden P- Panettiere, how you say that person's name, and Carrie Underwood in this houndstooth vest with nails done, one right set of nails black, one left set of nails white, honey. I mean, she was just like Desiree, like, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You know, I'm talking about that video. She like goes back in black and white. She's like half black, half white, like one hands in and out of the video. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know it's very intense, but no, she came to win it. She had fresh hair, honey. She was like on camera. I mean, yeah, she looks just like what I said, which is that marriage between Hayden Penitentiary and Carrie Underwood. And yes, that vest. I couldn't believe it. I was so excited for her. I mean, the other one was there too. Yeah. They went to Crazy Cakes Cafe. And they Oh, and they'll talk about those crazy cake shirts, honey. I mean, those crazy cakes came to play. They were like, everyone, when when this cameras are here, everyone wear you wear the pink one, I'll wear the green one. And then when we bring the food to the table, for some reason it takes 14 of us. Okay. Like yeah. when there's two people or three people there, instead of like a waitress three plate carry, which is what they teach you in waitressing school, especially if you want to make the millions to have your own home, like Amber does. It's a three plate carry. I can do three plates on one hand, and then the extra hand is for the sides. Yeah. No, for some reason these ca- these these pancakes take the whole staff to deliver. Why? So yeah, the whole staff gets there, and <laughs> we know the name of the spot. And so if you're in whatever part of Illinois they're in, and you want to go to Crazy Cakes, you're gonna get that. So she is there complaining about Sherlon to her friends, telling them that she is going into meeting him to get a better understanding of where their relationship lies. Because at this point, she feels like he doesn't care about her. He only cares about the baby. But part of the thing that he hasn't done is that he hasn't sent her paternity papers yet mm-hmm. to so that you know he can be on the birth certificate. And she's like, this is the only parenting thing you've had to do. And you couldn't even do that. And I don't understand. And so I need a better blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I don't feel sorry for Ariana, girl. Like, you went to a foreign country 
and had unprotected sex with a like a fuck boy. Like I don't I don't know what you want from him. It's like you you live in this fantasy world. Living in a fantasy, own little nasty world. Uh. Tonight, don't you wanna come with me? Do you think, think I'm a nasty girl? girl? Like I just don't get why you thought this person would be responsible. Yeah. But anyways, so she says that's the only thing that she could have done and he's supposed to do and he didn't do it. And so now she's going there to figure it out. But, 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 and the hot beach butts of the B-roll, we get another but, which is this. She also talks about this time that he butt dialed her, right? And so she's like, oh, like, I'm sure, lad, I can't wait to talk to you. Like, you know, cause he's always like FaceTiming with the baby. So I'm sure she got like a late night phone call and she was like, I cannot wait, honey, my boo and picks it up. And it's a bunch of muffled sounds. She gets close. She realizes that he has butt dialed her and it's him and some bitty talking and laughing and joking. She stays on for like a long time. You know, she was like, <sighs> so later on her phone dies. She stays oh, on so long that her phone, phone dies. dies. So the minute she can, she calls him right back. And he picks up, and I don't, I mean, he must have wished he never picked up. You know what I'm saying? He picks up and he's like, oh, hello. You know, and she's like, who are you with? And he's like, no one. I'm just sitting in a car by myself. Like you always do. Like yeah. we do. This is what, <laughs> you know, listening in this car by Getting myself. my thoughts together. And it's she's just the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, he completely denies it. And so she's like, oh, okay, well, well, okay. Now I know that he's, uh, he's seeing other people and that hurts my feelings. It hurts my heart, but it's in line with his behavior. So, so her friends are just like, yeah, you need to go on ahead and like not confront him or whatever. And then she mentions that he works at a swingers resort. Okay. This is where we deep, where, where we died. Okay. So this is where I want to make sure something, because I didn't watch season one. And just in case you didn't either, she did not meet him at a swingers resort. He, in fact, works at two resorts. So at first I was like, so you told me that she met him at a swingers resort? You know, like I couldn't even deal with it, you know, like, and that's why I screamed, you know, and who, if you have to mix that, I'm real sorry. But basically that's what I thought. But then Wah was like, no, she met him at a clothing, yeah. clothing resort, but he also works at a swingers resort. And then we had a deep dive. Have you ever been to one? Oh my God, should we go to one? There's hedonism and hedonism too. I don't, you, you do not want to go to a swingers resort okay is swingers a clothing optional resort same thing right yes basically there's also i i deep dive it's hedonism two or one uh-huh. okay it's on the island of jamaica uh-huh. and on oh, the island of the jamaica sounds weird on the main island and so he so what it is is that you it's clothing optional sure. number one uh-huh. number two there are different activities that you could partake in uh-huh. and one of those activities is a playroom so if you guys are really down for that you and your partner or you by yourself would go into the playroom from from like 10 p.m. to whatever. Like and- a clubhouse level of a room. You know how you, you get a clubhouse level at Marriott. If you're sitting in the 21st level, you get to have like free snacks between four and seven. So it's like that. Snacks. Yeah. Different kinds of snacks. Naked snacks. Penis snacks. Vagina snacks. It's a buffet of some Booby kind. snacks. Yeah. And if you guys are down to switch, you switch. And it's like y'all can all see each other. It's like an open room. And so like. What I'm saying is, Christopher, you do not want to go to a swingers resort. Sometimes I think I want to be like a secret voyeur, but I don't think I'd want to stay too long because I honestly, and this is what's horrible, I'll just say it. There's the fantasy of what's going to happen there and the reality of who's actually in attendance in the space. Okay, wait, no, let's take that out. What if you had the reality of the actual people you would want in that space? 
does so is there phones? No, the answer is Chris does not. <laughs> I don't want, want phones or pictures. I want to be like anonymous. I would not go by my name. You would call me something completely different. I would like I would wear wigs. Maybe I'd wear wigs. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm very recognizable. I'd have to change my voice. I would have an accent. <laughs> so you would come and there'd be a person, honey, red hair, and it'd be like Ah, no, is this the hedonism too? Nice to meet you. No, I just came from the island of my own island. Oh, it's green on my island too. Any green around here? I need to make sure that I'm like real nice and loose for what's going to be happening. You know, that's my, yeah, that's my okay. Irish swinger. Okay, the Irish so swinger. in a world yeah. where you could be completely anonymous. Irish. Irish. And there'd be Different no. hair. Completely anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> You would be open to, <laughs> to what swinging? No, okay. I would be open to want, anonymous to see, sex. No, I want to what, see what's happening. Uh huh. And then I want to make, I want to make my own op- choices with a wealth of options. If there's a wealth of options, is there a wealth of options? Are you telling me there's a wealth of options? What I'm saying is that you would not be in a situation where you would have casual sex. The minute you had sex with any person, you would want them to marry you. Yeah, of course. So then, no, you can't go to a swingers club. uh, No, Chris, you cannot. You're not into it. Yes, I do want to go to a swingers club because I don't want anybody to marry me. I know, but I want to go and, like, hang out. (laughs) No, you can't go and hang out. (laughs) Would you go to... Okay, last question about this. Would you go to that place with a friend or would you go by yourself? A male friend? You mean a male friend that I'm already okay? Well, with? no, any of okay. Well, great question. So, who would you go to a swinger club? with? A male friend that I'm sexually active with. Anyone else? No, you wouldn't go with me. Absolutely not. <laughs> obviously, okay. Obviously, we are not romantic partners, but you wouldn't go as a friend with me no. and like two single girlfriends, and then we get to go and enjoy ourselves. No. And then I would be worried about you the entire time. Mm. Yeah. That sucks. I'd be worried about you the entire time. I'm like, Chris is not, this is not for her. She's going to want to marry whoever the person is, or she'd be somewhere crying. And then I have to find her (laughs) or she's like (laughs) drank too much and had an anxiety attack near the shore. And then I'm like looking for her, you know, and then I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to tell her father? I lost Chris. And then she's like somewhere cuddled up in a corner. Like, I just don't know. No. Well, I guess it does sound better. Uh, that it would be real life. Okay. So anyway, God bless. So we're talking about these people and that's not, and we've gone on a tangent, but anyway, so she, Ariana starts to pack for her, you know, trip and she's talking to her mom and her mom is a whole, you know, situation, honey. Her mom has obviously gone out of retirement to pay for that baby, which is crazy yeah. because Ariana is a full fledged adult. Like, so I'm like, why did the mother have to come out of retirement to pay for Ariana? Why didn't Ariana go and get a job and the mother just stay, stay home and take care of the baby? That baby's fresh, though. So maybe Ariana couldn't work when she was, like, pregnant and just had a kid. I mean, she was pregnant. She just had a kid. They didn't I mean, have, like, no, maternity the baby's, leave. I mean, the baby's nine. I mean, I nine nine months. months? Yeah, the baby's nine months now. So how, when, well, I mean, like, there's. No, you only get, like, if you have a decent job, you only get six weeks of time off. I know, but I mean, like, that's after you have the baby, so she, like, you get it, and then you, well, I don't know, honey, obviously. Yeah, so basically she could have been back to work six months ago. That's what, listen, why, this is, why and I are different because i'm like oh she needs like so much time to recover i get the why you know the mom i just wish there was you other would people take in your, her life if you i wish there were like brothers in her life and dads in her life to like give her some money i feel bad that her mom had to like 
come out of retirement, help pay for the baby, is now taking care of the baby. The mom does seem does seem a little older, honey. The mom does seem, I'm sorry, seasoned, real seasoned, honey. Like, yeah, she's like in her sixties. Yeah, her she's 60s. been marinating for a very long time. And if, yeah, episode season one, she has sisters that she is around. Now we never see the father, and I don't know exactly what happened to her father, mm. but. It, from season one, I didn't think her father wasn't in, in her life. Mm. But the way she's behaving in this season and the way she sort of pseudo behaved in last season, how she's like, we, you know, we, you have to be in Odin's life. I don't want Odin to not have a dad. And I'm like, oh, this sounds like somebody who grew up without a dad. Like, oh. this sounds like somebody who has some kind of trauma about her father not being there and to where she finds having wanting to have Odin's father there is like super important to her. And I guess I just know so many examples of so many great kids who were raised by single people that I'm just like, it Thanks, can be Wa. done. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, it can be done. So for you to like, though your child might have a stigma about not having a dad because you're, you have a stigma about not, not having the dad in the house, you know? But yeah. anyways. Yeah. So she, so the mom, that, that storyline made me mad. I'm like, why do you need to come out of retirement to take care of Ariana? You should, Ariana should be at work. And then Ariana's going to Jamaica. How do you get that money to go to Jamaica? Did your mom pay for that? Okay. I get what you're saying. I just, I'll, you know, I just feel bad up and down. Like, you know, I don't want, Ariana to have to work when she just like just had a baby. I wish there were people to help her and take care of her, including Sherlon financially. But here we are in this situation. It's a shitty situation, and the mom like stepped in to take care of her baby. She came out of retirement. It's like a whole situation to go back to work. God bless this woman. You know, like it really is in the end of the day, like, and I see it too, like the moms and the grandmoms that really step in and do a lot of child care and a lot of like, and especially for our generation, also, there's a lot. It should of- be. Yeah, but you're, well, you're you just got mad that she got out of retirement. No, yeah, I wanted the mom to stay home and take care of the baby. Like that's what I wanted to okay, do. Okay, I, I wanted you. Ariana to go to work and the mom. So for me, listen, just so you know about me, I am fully about grandparents stepping in and taking care of the kids. Now, that's just because I feel like this is the world we live in now, and so do you, you think know, they should pay them? Do you think that grandparents should get? Yes, them? I wanted my sister to pay my dad. God, it's so funny. I went on a date with someone, and uh, he told me that his sister was paying his mom and i was like oh that's well i mean i'm sure yeah but i'm sure it's not paying them like an absorbent amount of money it's probably just like hey i appreciate you doing this now i'm not saying like paying regular rates but like if you're so my dad was like not doing stuff because of my nephew right so like yeah give him a little something to like gas money a little knock around like whatever so that when my dad was taking him out to do stuff and buying McDonald's and doing whatever that kind of cost was being covered. That's it. Like I I'm 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 about that. Like when I was living with my parents I gave them money because I'm like I want your retirement to be somewhat comfortable. Yeah. And you gave to me so much that this is the little way in which I could give back to you so that you could have some Palm Springs money. Cause my parents like to go to Palm Springs. You could have some like money to go to the casinos with like me and my brother kind of do that. If my parents are like, yeah, we're going to the casino. Like I'll slide somebody a hundred, like here, have a little somebody. Fun. I can guess which one to pay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah. No, I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's, I, I think that also, it's not like I wouldn't want someone to like, you know, like, yeah, like, I want, you know, like someone to like, yeah, pay for things for their parents. But, you know, in other cultures, like I think of like Karini's parents would like if that, if Karina was raising those kids, like Karina's parents wouldn't wouldn't have like a 
charge yeah yeah no and i don't so and like, in like, Arab, yeah. Arab cultures like i can't imagine i mean i literally can't imagine but they pay in other ways right like they they would yeah, pay yeah not like, like here's your here's your 85 dollars for the week sure but they would pay in other ways like yeah i think that you would there would be like an, a known like tit for tat yeah, yeah yeah no no no. i agree with you yeah, i'm not yeah. saying it's a it's a must yeah but i'm saying if you're able to do so and you're living in the house like just you know, sl- slide them a little something so that it's like, you know, it, I, it's a pleasure having my generations in my household and none of us are suffering and we're all having a good time. And yeah, I mean, like, yeah, anyways. So basically, yeah, that's what's going to happen now. She's like, you know, I'm a different person than I was pre-baby, pre-baby. She becomes like very like New York, you know, she's doing this like hand thing or whatever. And I didn't know if she meant like physically or mentally, but it feels like mentally or like she's like stronger. Maybe like, mm-hmm. you know, like he met, yeah, he met a vacation bay. He met a young girl on vacation, honey, like balls to the wall, like, you know, like hairs to the wind, obviously, you know, yeah. and that person is no longer who's... Who's, yeah. who's up? She says that she had to grow up a lot. And if you guys remember season one, what happened to her is that Odin came like two months or three months early. Oh, and so she thought she was going to die. Like she was at home after she got back from Jamaica, something was wrong. Her mother and her sister rushed her to the hospital. They had to do an emergency like delivery on the baby. Odin was like in the NICU for like four months, like a lot of time. So when she says that she grew up, it's what was she going to get a job? You're right. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, okay. That's fair. That, so when she like, that is absolutely fair. Now oh. that I'm like putting all of that in, in like, in the thought. So I okay. can see the mother coming out of retirement for that period of time. Oh, okay. Very, very fair. So I do take that back. I take it back. So it makes sense. But yeah, so she, and he was like, she would take videos and he was kind of there with her as far as just like knowing that that's what was going on but he didn't come to the states to like be with her or anything like that right and so she did did do a lot of growing up i think in that fact and he's the baby's like what looks like about nine ten months right now maybe maybe a little less but now he's happy and he's healthy but for a minute there it was a little scary it was a long time that that he was in the NICU um and so she's like you know he's gonna have some questions to to answer and I'm going to tell him truly how I feel because she tried to tell him how she felt in season one. But to me, everything that she was saying sounded silly. Mm-hmm. Like, but everything that she's saying so far in this season doesn't sound silly. So we see him, honey, and let's go, let's get to Sherlock, honey. He's driving and it's like a differently how we drive clocking it. We're yeah. smart, you know, and he is having a little monologue to camera because like GoPro's there and why not use it? And he's basically like, look, you know, Amber and I have... Oh, this is a good kind of, right? It was Ariana, though. Ariana. Oh. Ariana and I have to do... Oh, God, oh, I went to Irish. God, it was so good so, for a yeah, second, yeah. but, you know, basically, like, we have to, like, work things out to see what's happening. He says he has love for her, but they have to work things out. The way he says he has love for her, to me, means absolutely this. I'm not in love with her. I never have been, never will be. Listen, I appreciate her and I don't I care about her. I hope she doesn't die. My God, thank you for not dying. Happy she didn't die. And boy, you know, thank you so much for giving me, you know, an heir and my seed. Uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate that part. And I love the fact that she was put on this earth to deliver my baby. Yeah. She he basically <laughs> is like, oh, we've grown apart. And the thing is, the reason why they've grown apart is because she had this huge thing happen to her. And he is just a fuckboy. Like, he literally has no responsibility. He works seven days a week, 
excuse me. He lives this very island life. Like this man has no, he, he's what, 40? He's, he's 40 something. And he has no kids, no wife, no responsibility. I doubt he has no kids roaming this world. Oh, a. yeah, yeah. I doubt he has no okay. kids. But he has nobody asking him for money. Money. Or whatever. Yeah, no. I Yeah, seven days a week, let's just say three, four. Three at the Swingers Resort. I want to know exactly what his, like, job is, what his job description is. Because all we've seen is at one point he's on a boat, manning the boat, and he says that you know bodies and skin is a is a vice but i think I'm, he does tours like him and his dad own a boat and they do tours around like in a boat tour so he has sexy swingers wearing whatever like on a boat and he like takes them around and so like he literally and, and he oh god bless i just can't i mean i his life is absolutely bananas like that person's life is crazy and it's just so calm and free and like whatever like it's just like it's a very very island life and he's not gonna the whole thing is she was like you need to come to the states and she, he's like no, no. Why would I go and leave paradise? Do you see where I am? You know where to, my job is to be in the snow with you. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you know. So it's like the opposite of what everybody's like. Oh, you want to? She's forcing the K1 visa because she wants somebody to help her with this baby. And I'm like, yo, if he came to the U.S., he still wouldn't help you with that baby. Yeah, and he's not gonna come. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so he drives to the yeah. airport to pick her up, which is really sweet. And then she's just talking about how she's gonna like hold him to task. And we have this very first meeting with him and her and that baby. And let me tell you, the way that she allowed Sherlyn to have the moment with the baby is just the polar opposite of Emily. If you guys are watching season nine of 90 Day Fiance and we're talking about Emily and Kobe and me, like Emily would, the moment that baby started crying, Emily would have snatched that baby away. But no, she let the baby see her. He was crying. But father was like, no, no, shh, you know, whatever. He had some kind of experience with babies to, to know to like try to calm him and try to hold him. And even when they get back to like, which I think is next episode, they get back to his place. Like he's still trying to do the things that she's asking him. And so watching Sherlyn with Odin is very, very sweet. Mm -hmm, and watching Ariana allow this bond to happen is really kind of great of her. And so I will give her points with that 100%. Yeah, no, she's definitely better. She understands that you don't have to rip a baby from her dad's arms, the dad's arms, just because the baby's crying. That babies, you know, learn from behavior and energy. Babies don't rule the space. Babies are looking to you at all times for how you are in a situation and the guidance. So the baby is crying, right? Which makes sense. The baby like looks at, the, at him before he even gets picked up like, yeah, so cute. But yeah, the baby's like, who's this person picking me up? And my mom, see my mom right there. And it's definitely not my mom. And, you know, she's like, right here. I'm chill. You're good. You're good. And eventually the baby calms down mm -hmm. and is being held by his dad. Yeah. And, oh, anyway. Yeah, I think that across the board, yeah, it just felt that she wants, it's very obvious to me that Ariana for better or for worse, wants the ideal fairy tale. Like she wants them to be a full working unit, and he wants she wants a daddy for her son, and she wants a husband. I don't think in my heart she'll get a husband. She should just move to Jamaica. <gasps> Why don't these people think about moving to this foreign country? You could, you could, she could move to. Like, but whether she, he's going to take care of her there, like, would he want that? And that's how you would know whether or not this person. So what she would do okay. is that she would <laughs> go 
go and live in Jamaica mm-hmm. and like go work at a resort because she speaks English. And so she could do try to do something if she's mm-hmm. able to get a work permit or whatever. Uh-huh. If she couldn't, another option would be to work her butt off in the States and then go to Jamaica for three months, four months or whatever and live there for a while and see how it is with him. And if she can figure out a worker's permit, figure out everything that way, and then go live in Jamaica, maybe for like a couple years, just to have that initial help. And if she saw that he wasn't shit and he wasn't doing anything to help her out, then just move home. Okay, great question. Just a couple of questions. Well, would she live with him in that beautiful pale blue house? It's not. She wouldn't. She would have to get her own place because she already doesn't like it there. Okay, B, he's works seven days a week. So like, when will he be taking care of the baby? Like when he'll be, will be helping? I mean, her? financially, but like she... She it's really important for her to have the dad in the life. And if this is what he does to make money, she'd have to accept that. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like when these, when people talk about like, oh, do this, do that. I'm like, why don't you just go move there? You know, I would have moved in a two, in a hot second. I'm yeah. Out. No. Yeah. She can't wait. You yeah. don't even have to ask her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I would, I would go live in whatever foreign country for five years. Yeah. That way my child could have an upbringing in that culture and that lifestyle And then when it came time to maybe go to school, maybe I would let them do a couple of years of schooling there. But then when it came time to like high school, I would move them. Let's go to the States now. (laughs) Let's go to the States. This is what you're going to do as far as education goes. And if you, after high school, want to move back to the island, move back to the island. But I gave you both opportunities. I gave your father an opportunity to be with you. I gave myself a peace of mind of not living in the States and like living under, you know, as long as I can have internet. I'm out. And air conditioning. which yeah, air conditioning, which I can. Both you, everybody's, all my fat people in Belize have air conditioning that I would stay with. Okay. All right, my loves. So let's move on to our final couple, our dashing Activos, long-haired Activo and foot fetish Activo. Too many Activos, not enough Passivos. I'll tell you who's a Passivo, honey. Any more wine? Mm-hmm. Pour one up. All right, my loves. We're talking, of course, about Carlos and Val in time. Mm-hmm. Val, Val in, time. in time. All right. So they wake up in the morning, honey, and we already knew some things that they are very, first of all, passionate towards each other because we knew that kiss was hot. We also know that they can't do all the things that, you know, some gay men can do because we already know why and we have to keep talking about they it. They both don't like it in the butt. Right. So but they'll they can't, they can't do it. butt stuff. Okay. They can do some butt stuff, but not penetration butt stuff. Yeah. 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 So blah, 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 but in the morning they are happy. They are satisfied. It feels like one check off the list because they're compatible in the way that they both have like sexual energy. And Carlos delivers for us, especially me, but I think for both of us, the quote of the app. Which is, sex is like food. I can never say no. I mean, so we get this scene of him laying in the bed and looking like Spanish Fabio and Valentine at the foot of the bed, like rubbing his leg and actually touching his feet. We know what that means. We understand it. We've already heard it. We we get it. And the editors made sure we saw it. Because Valentine loves feet and he was hoping... That Just Carlos had pretty toes. And they had a pretty good set. He said he was really good at sex. I think Carlos has a big P. I think. They, oh, yeah. Surprising. Big, it's like swords just united. They're both so happy with the other's butts and peas. They're yeah. like, like they really are just like, they, I'm so happy for them. They are so satisfied with each other. Like, yeah. you're hot. I'm hot. Both of us hot. 
We're both pumped. We're both big. We both have, for some reason, huge peenies. And we both have shapely butts. We're just thrilled. Yep. And so this day, Carlos is going to take Valentine to, I guess, some sort of riverboat. I don't know. You know the situation, like Huck Finn, like a Huck Finn raft that had railing on it where he serves him fish sack. It's a fisherman's wharf style restaurant where it's freshly caught. And, you know, like Carlos has been waiting for Valentine to go there because Carlos's family, Carlos's family comes from like a fisherman lineage. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just like seafaring folk, you know? Mm-hmm. And so fish is all up in his life and it's just like a whole thing. Now, you know, I don't know if you know this or not. Let me tell you, I can't stand fish. I have an aversion. I truly hate fish. You know this about me. This is like where I was talking about again when Valentine was like, I don't drink. And then like if someone made me a tuna casserole and I had told them I don't eat fish, I'd be so pissed. Like again, like Valentine being like, I don't drink and here's some champagne weird. But here we are again. There's a lot of fish. And Carlos is like, try some. And Um, Valentine is like, I don't do well with new foods. I find it so interesting that people who travel outside of the country then have to go to that country and say that they don't do well with new food. Now, what he was being fed, I don't know. It depends on how it smelled. It di- I couldn't discern what it looked like enough to be able to say whether or not I would eat it. But he added a bunch of hot sauce on it and it made Carlos feel a certain way. I don't know what it's like to have a f- to have food put in front of me. And then for me to be like, no, thanks. Like, I don't, I, there's, there's very few cuisine. Like maybe if I was in Moldova and they tried to give me whatever they got eating in Moldova, I'd be like, I don't, I don't understand exactly what this is, but it's very rare, especially not in like a Latino country that I would look at a food and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't eat this. Like for the most part, I would try it. Now, if it was a texture thing, then I'm like, oh, I can't take another bite because I, I won't, I'm not able to swallow it. And you know what I have to say, Chris? I know other people who don't like seafood, but your aversion to seafood is like so bizarre to me. And I don't know why. When I know other people who don't like seafood, like I'm completely understandable and tolerant of folks who don't like seafood, but, but not me. Chris's level of dislike of seafood to me seems egregious. It seems like she is like, the mere idea that someone would say like, oh, this, she's like, well, then I'll just buy my own food. It's like, no, no one said, no one said that you'd need to buy your own food. <laughs> You're talking about a group chat that she's going to hang out with someone on night. And the person says about, we're getting like a, sushi. Because like, yeah, but she's like, and the person's like, okay, like, I'm not well, going to be able to eat that. No, she, the girl knows you're not going to be able to eat it. And she's like, well, just let me know if I have to bring my own food. It's like, okay, fucking. Scarlet O'Hara. Yeah, yeah. It's so dramatic. Well, okay, guys, I'm ordering sushi. Just wanted to let everybody know. Not me! Let me know if I need to bring my own food tonight. Girl, no. There's going to be other food there. Stop being so dramatic. I hate it. Uh, I'm Pisces. (laughs) And that's a fish, so it's weird. No, I don't eat your own kind. No, no way. No, <laughs> no. But anyways, I like. I said, it's a fish egg sack, by the way. That's what Valentine has to eat. It's a fried fish egg sack. It's not caviar. It's where the caviar. It's like a caviar placenta, I think, but fried. <laughs> and Valentine's face when he eats it before the hot sauce and kind of even after the hot sauce, it's obvious that like that does not taste good. And Carlos almost takes it personally. Like I see your face, and it's like Carlos, like. What do you expect out of this man? Can you just, God, you want him to be in the closet, but love fried fish shacks and drink your champagne when you know he doesn't like, do you understand that? Like let a person live. Yeah. I, I, and I'm just like, 
the way he was behaving with the food is a little much. But Carlos taking it so personal as though like you're he's downing his lineage is like extra. No, I know. Listen, also don't take me there ever. I I can't. Uh oh. That's it. Wow, here we go. Having ended the entire episode, I just want to make you aware, if you are wondering, there was no Gabby, Frankie, and Abby, huh? Apparently not. I didn't write it down, so there was we didn't So there was it. none. If you were wondering if we're going to talk about them, no. <laughs> because they were not in the episode, or we didn't write them down. And don't worry, we'll I mean we'll talk about whatever they did in next episode anyways. But um yeah guys, so thank you so much for joining us. We absolutely love the fact that you have downloaded and, and are listening to our podcast. And if you guys are on Patreon, then you'll you're seeing the visual of mm-hmm. it. You're seeing us interact. Mm-hmm. We we may we don't have pictures this episode, but we might have pictures next episode. Yeah. You don't know. We we'll get better at this, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, we are so pumped to have this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet, please make sure you're gonna subscribe to us and have all our immediate downloads. Please leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. We have social media happening. So Dr. Rocky Sweeties, of course, is on Instagram and Twitter, as well as TikTok and Facebook. We would love to hear what you're watching, what you thought of this episode, or what you think of our commentary. We love you. And if you would like to get a little bit more of us, and you would like to see the video version of this, the unedited video version of this, please join our Patreon. And that is at patreon.com slash docusweeties. Yeah. And just so you know, right now I'm wearing full face makeup and Wall looks super cute. We've been drinking wine. So it isn't like this visual isn't exciting. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> super exciting. Yeah. Next episode. I mean, we might pop bottles every episode. Sure. Who knows? Sure, sure, sure. We love you guys so much. We're so thankful. Again, my name is Chris Farah. That's Wahi Molino. Uh, Wahi Molino as in just call me Wah. Wahimalino. So <laughs> other than that, thank you so much again. Our next episode will be, of course, episode five. Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.